Hey everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey guys, this is Coach Eric Connor for the Reform Way. I am back hosting. Mr. Corey has kind of subbed in at times for us. Yeah, <laughs> he's done a good job. That's a pay dispute, uh, right? Yeah, right. Um, we're in uh, in the gym. I am seeing some nice light reflections off the top of Peter's head. Uh, hey, whoa, that's called the kettle black. <laughs> Peter's like a looking into the future for some areas of me. Yeah, that's another story. Hopefully like not. a crystal ball up there. I've already figured it out. I'll tell you, but I can't reveal it yet. You okay. have to listen. Yes, yes. Extra listening. Reform. Uh, yeah. Right. Two. <laughs> and then Coach Extraordinaire, Mr. Corey Smith. But not a good introductor. Or <laughs> introductor. Podcast moderator type. Uh, anyway, so uh, we are here. We wanted to talk about something cool that's recently been on Amazon Prime. I know about every single person I talk to has Amazon Prime, so no excuses for not being able to see some of these things. Um, but it is something called, it's called a show called The World's Toughest Race. Yeah, I thought right? it was Eco Challenge. Well, it's like The World's Toughest Race colon Eco Challenge oh. or something like that. Eco Challenge Fiji Okay, or something, right? So... It's uh, essentially what it is. I didn't know about much, much about what it was. So like the thing that how it got to my attention was really funny. Like I was coaching one afternoon, like about a month ago and literally two of our members in the middle of their workout at different times within about two minutes, both said to me, Hey Eric, have you seen that thing on Amazon prime about the eco challenge, the world's toughest race? And I was like, what? Literally one guy said that to me. And then I like, this was when we were doing some stuff outside. And then I like went outside and the other one was like, hey, Eric, have you seen this? I was like, where is this come? I'm like, there's got to be something about this because if we had the people that are talking about it and then another member had talked to me about it too. So I kind of looked it up. Uh, we don't get to watch a lot of different shows, but I was trying to kind of do some research on it. I got to start watching it. It was super, super awesome. Uh, so um, now Corey and Peter and I have all watched it. So we're going to kind of talk through it all. Just real quick synopsis and Peter and Corey can kind of delve on that. But it's essentially a race. Um, this one, I guess was in Fiji and this one was about 650 kilometers. These people had to travel over the course of 11 days with different, uh, checkpoints. They had to get there via, um, mountain bike, hiking, paddleboarding, kayaking, swimming, canoeing, uh, things like that. And they were teams of four and you had to kind of like have different, like again, the checkpoints you had to get there. Sometimes you get eliminated and they have to kind of like rough it essentially. I'm missing anything there, Pete? No, no. It's uh, it evolved originally from Mark Burnett's show, and way back when we like just googled it up, and it was originally on Discovery, and it was that Eco Challenge Morocco, okay. Patagonia, and so what you really got to see is besides these incredible races, these incredible environments, and yeah. half the fun of watching the Eco Challenge is like the Fiji environment. I think we'd all go, yeah. "Whoa." Yeah. I didn't know they had gorges or rivers like that, yeah. or wow, this is incredible. So the Eco Challenge, besides the sheer, which I think Corey could talk about, the sheer stamina that these people go through, yeah. the environments are some of the most incredible environments on the planet, and that just adds another great flavor to the show. Now they have better technology today than they did way back when, but Bernrat, when he put it out originally, which is one of the guys who did Survivor, um, put this thing together, and it's... It's like I said, it's always been nine to 11 days, and it's okay. been more amateur. Like the first couple of years was, oh, the Navy SEALs are in this thing. And the Navy SEALs are, don't be grudged, 
Navy SEALs, and if you're out there listening to Navy SEALs, hats off to you. Thank you <laughs> right. for your service. But they get their asses kicked just like the crew from, you know, Oregon mm-hmm. Trekking Company. Mm-hmm. So it's it, the, it's a very humbling, very course leveling playing field that requires tremendous amounts of stamina, right. living in a, the pain locker, and lack of sleep. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing about it that at least like I think it's pretty badass and I want to do one, maybe not the, like the 9-11 day one, but uh, just the fact like you're saying is it's not that you can be a Navy SEAL and it's easy for you or you can be a world-class triathlete and it can still be hard for you. Is it like everybody that goes into it, it's still they have to they have to be smart on how they do things. They have to plan when they sleep. They have to think about okay, if I waste energy here, that's going to affect me in two days when we're trying to do more of X, Y, or Z. Like, I think it's it's such a mental and physical, like, grit that you can't just muscle through it. It takes some finesse. To your point, the very first show in this episode, so I'm not giving anything away, yeah, the, one of the, the, the top-rated teams, professional teams, um, their anchor, their stud, comes down with heat exhaustion from pushing it too hard on the very first day. And that most that first day was kayaking and open ocean, mm-hmm. sailing. So and that then, heat, humidity, and him, and then his was, body yeah. just failing him, he was yeah. a mess yeah. for days after that where they're literally pulling him on a rope up and down the hills. And I think if you look at any other race probably that wouldn't be called the world's toughest race, they probably would have quit. Like They would be like, all yeah. right, that, it wasn't in the cards, we're not going to win. But after one day, you still got 10 more days that you can make up for that time. And it's weird seeing these people that they're in a race, but you know, you're seeing them sleep and eat and stuff where it's, it's not just like how fast can you sprint it? It's, you got to be smart about how much can my body break down before I can't do this anymore. To your point, when you watch these, what they don't show in a lot of these shows, they actually sleep a lot more than you think. Okay. Um, they make it sound like you're yeah, they don't show it. them sleeping for eight hours. It'd be super boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could say that after three hours of sleep, team Fiji, wah, 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 you know, but they say team Fiji, wah, wah trekking on 63 hours straight right. <laughs> going down the go no way they're not up for three straight days they're sleeping two hour cat nap here they figured out a pace that they can live on yeah. power naps do you think they normally so um so there's different like obviously like i said checkpoints they go to and different camps that they're at at times to get food and whatever else for things do you do you think that they're and i know you've you've pete you've talked about how you've watched this like way in the past and um, you know, way, way in the past, like back before Corey and I were born. Yeah, um, it was black and, and white TV. Yeah. I had a switcher on my <laughs> knob. Shit. <laughs> um, but uh, is has it always been something where they, they might sleep even between the camps? You know, like when they're just hiking at oh, one yeah. time, they just go to the side and it's nighttime yeah. and they're just like, you know, let's or take a nap or whatever. Well, in the Fiji one, there's guys sleeping before they get back to the camp. Okay. Even that first hill, it's pitch dark, it's black, they they bushwhack down for a couple hours or an hour because they just can't see they're physically exhausted it's miserable right and they just they just have to see i think that like like i said i love it like i would i look kind of looked into it they have like three day ones and ones that are a little bit shorter and i think it'd be so much fun because with that like three day time frame is you do have to sleep a little bit you get to do a little outdoorsy stuff you get to do things that you probably wouldn't put like three days would be horrible Oh, I'd love no, it. No, no, I'm not saying it would be fun. <laughs> but the thing is... Didn't you say you did it? I've done the, the Eco Challenge one day event. Okay. And it was horrible. Yeah. I, I did it. I was so It was so horrible, I did it like four years in a row. But it was horrible. <laughs> I got heat exhaustion, which I never had before in my life, where I basically they had to put me in the lake because they said, you're going to die. Um, but neither here nor there. But the 
three the main thing you also the three day event is affordable the those nine that's, day yeah. and 12 11 day events the sheer training and the travel and the support team that's a big chunk of dough that you need to be professionally sponsored or basically independently like the crew that's retired uh, yeah. and then the one father who was a great example of the, the guy who had alzheimer's yeah um mm-hmm. that'd be me by the way you guys. yeah we know You're just gonna camera <laughs> injure. um so that point is is that a three-day one would be an affordable time and also it can give you time to train one thing about you Corey, is that you like to hike and if you like hiking this if you could we live in Orange County. If you can walk up at the top of Saddleback, which is in down, it's, it's uh, I think that's 13 miles round trip. That's long. You, if it's you longer can, than people think. Yeah, if you yeah. can do that four times in a, a day to, to train, or three times, and really get where you can do 60, 70 miles at a time without breaking down with a pack on your back, that's the kind of training you have to do because you really can't train enough time for orienteering or you can't train enough time to kayak. You can train, you can get kayaking down from a skill set, but you don't want to spend hours in the water. It's walking and mm-hmm. keeping one yeah. foot in front of the other when you feel horrible. Well, I think like transferable skills, right? Like if you can, if you can do a paddle sport, you can probably figure out kayaking, paddle boarding, rowing, That's all this point. stuff. And so it's like, how uncomfortable can you be and still figure out something to keep going? Cause if you can hike, you can trek, you can walk, you can snowshoe probably, you can do all those things. If you can paddle, you can do that. If you can bike, you can probably figure out some type of wheeled instrument. And so then it's just how how do you figure out how to do it and do mm-hmm. it well because you're going to be doing it for yeah. some hours, you know? There's one like, more trick you got to learn really well. I and mean, I don't have that skill set, but you'd rather have at least two really good orienteers in your group. Oh, like a navigator? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Because you go turn left at the bango tree. I go, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then, the best teams get lost. Yeah, they did. Go, I, that... I went down the wrong river. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could be the fittest person in the world, but going in the wrong direction, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, fatigue, tired, and a bunch of guys, alpha females and males, just breathing down your throat, going, Come on, Eric. Come on, oh, Eric. Yeah. Well, Where I do mean, we go? So you may have some good input on this because I would say the ideal team is a team that doesn't get mad at each other and yeah. they stay focused, but I'm sure you get irritated by. No, yeah, by the teams that we've done, there's, I'm not an irritable guy. I'm actually not that guy. Uh, well, you can have one in your group, but that's it. If you have two or three people like that, it just gets. We've had one every year. We've had one two years, two of the four years, yeah. and it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, it was. I mean, the team camaraderie got it, it didn't fractionalize because I I was able to mend the fences and hold it between and the other person. But you just don't need an alpha beating up on the slowest member right. and saying, come on, you could do better. And just grinding them, that just doesn't work. That was actually a cool thing in the show too of the, this most recent season was you would see a member of the team like fall apart and mm-hmm. the other people weren't like, get your shit together. They were like, all right, let's, you know, let's pull them yeah. along. Let's keep them going. We know that they're going to bounce back. Like, but did you notice they, they said to the camera guy, like, so, you know, let's say Eric's the camera guy. They go, you know, damn it. Corey just suck, can't suck it up yeah. right now. <laughs> Shit. It's like, it's almost like they, they said what needed to be said right. about the person, but they all kind of understood they were a right. team. It, yeah. You could tell they were teams. Right. Like, yeah, it, I mean, the, the yeah. guy that got heat exhaustion that you're talking about, like they literally tied a rope around his waist yeah. and were like pulling him down. It's like the monkey trail. backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the thing that surprised me. And again, I'm not as nearly as outdoor. I like being outdoors, but I'm not like as, as active as Corey is and stuff like that. Um, but with that is, you know, I think it's, it brushes over. It says how far these teams go, but it goes over it so quick that you don't really realize how 
damn hard it is. Like they're like, I, I keep putting it in perspective because I like numbers and all this kind of stuff, but they're like, um, they're like, this team just hiked and now they have to hike 60 kilometers. Right. And you're like, I mean, I had him like, that's something like 45 good miles. I'm like, and, that's like, and that's day one. I'm like, that's here to like <laughs> seal two. beach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to drive that far. And <laughs> yeah. these guys are just hiking it off road. I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. While it's pouring rain and bugs are biting. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's a, and there's, there's a, a physic, an insane physical stamina, which from knowing training people and being an athlete and all these things that is way harder than it seems and boring as hell. Um, that kind of stamina is not fun to train. And then two is just like sheer mental stamina for a team to be all together. And then just to kind of grit through it. I wouldn't want to walk. To That's why I like the two day or the one or three day. Cause you really have to do anything more than you're doing right now. I mean, you could, yeah. but if you, the fitness level of this gym, for example, the people, let's say you picked them out of the gym. I don't care who you pick. You probably have enough fitness level in this gym to do a two or three day one. As long as they say they can handle the sleep cycle, because right. but once you go past that certain point of time, then you need to be, to your point, yeah. super trained to be able to grind out hundred miles that day on day five. Right. What I think too, like not thinking physiologically, that if you were going to go into one of those, it would almost make sense if you go in like a little fatter than what you normally would. Like you'd have extra you fat have stores. There you go. Right? <laughs> Because you're going to burn so many calories yeah. and you're not going to be able to replenish, replenish that yeah. in time. So you're going to be burning into some stores. Like I, It'd be interesting to see what they go in at weight-wise and what they go out of. So of side note people. about that, like the thing that really did surprise me, and I looked over at Rochelle once when we were watching it, was I was like, you know, you think about this from an outside perspective. If I told you about what this was and you guys turn it on, you think everyone on there is going to be super fit. Right. And they don't look that way. Like most, most of the people... Do not look fit. It doesn't mean they are not. Uh, doesn't mean they don't have stamina. Doesn't mean they, they don't have mental grit. Fit, but you're right. They don't and, have that. And again, overall fit. And there's that whole discussion right. of what is fitness and all the well-roundedness. And fitness isn't just a marathon runner. It isn't just a heavy weightlifter, right? Um, but like these guys have to be able to endure. Right. And that's really what the training is. And that type of training overall is is not one to typically promote muscle growth. Well, that you think like right. experience probably plays a huge role in that too because. Take uh, take somebody who's never kayaked before, right. and you take someone who's kayaked before, and then you measure their like calorie expenditure over five hours of paddling. Right, it's probably going to be a huge difference, like hundreds of calories, yeah. if you're inefficient versus when, efficient. Yeah, we did a kayaking function, a part of ours, and the one that suffered the most, that was the biggest problem child, was the one who spent no time practicing his kayaking. His lower back it went out on him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was also the heaviest of the group. So he was in the middle of the kayak and these kayaks are inflatable. So you can imagine what that looked like. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling from the front because that required the most <laughs> energy. And the guy right. in the back was mostly steering and we had to get around this anyway. So to your point, you don't have to be great in anything, but you cannot be crapping anything. Right. If you're crapping anything, it just, you disintegrate. Yeah. And, uh, but that's why I like the idea of a two or three day one. Okay. You just ra- strap them up and you know, just go at it. You know, you go to those nine eleven day ones, assuming you live, yeah. and assuming you have a pocket, an expense account big enough to handle your support crew. I wouldn't right. mind being the support guy. Okay, that I'll like, meet you guys here when you show up. Yeah, I'll, I'll have all the food. I'll have all the food with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least on the show too. Like every team, ha- they all have their own bikes too. So you right. take four bikes times 
with ten thousand dollar mountain bike to get them through there. Like, yeah, that's- packed out. And to your point, um, the crew that did the best on the mountain bikes seemed to be. Now I don't know if it was true, but the game, the show kind of showed the Colorado team, which were mountain bikers. Mm. And so they yeah. cruised. They didn't cruise through it, but they blew through that part of the course, the sixty-two miles before the rain hit. The once right. the rain hit, it became a hike a bike. And that's yeah. the cool thing is that yeah, you got the fun thing about this is you got all these other um, challenges or like or like you know weather to 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 change and it's different among the different episodes at the same time or the episode at the same time because one guy's here the other guy's the other team's 200 kilometers this way and it's in a storm in a gorge in a raging river it's 100 degrees and super humid and like and then even just them going through like the thing that really stood out in my head uh, is them like at the after they like got it to the top of this whole cliff thing was that they had to go eight kilometers which i think was like five-ish miles in 50 to 58 degree water like it's like an ice bath for hours. That would it's definitely like, be a low point for me. Yeah, <laughs> like for everyone, it's like from from here to the freeway, or like from like from here to like Irvine or and something. It, that like becomes that. a physical peril. The the a few years back, um, when the uh, special forces trained down in Florida, uh-huh. they got in seasonally cold weather, and the guys died from that exact reason. Yeah, because the water was just slightly too cold for their body temperature, and they got hypothermia. And I think there were rangers and two rangers in ranger school died yeah. because you're going from the 90 degree Fiji weather Dude. to like, you know, and your body's weak at that point anyway. Even if you're strong mentally, your body's weakened at that point. So it becomes real, real problematic. I also thought it was interesting. We've talked about this too. The, the unsung heroes, the same, like in the thin air, the cameramen. Yeah. The HD cameraman goes, okay, I want you two guys to go down that gorge that's flooding out and just keep an eye on that crew right there who will helicopter out if they can't make it. Just right. watch how this goes down. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do want an episode of the camera crew. Yeah. You know, my favorite part of like the whole show, and it's like such a small detail, but it cracked me up every time, is everywhere the Bear Grylls goes, he's got his backpack on with like a machete and shoes and a water bottle and he just hops out of a helicopter yeah. and he's like, how you doing guys? They're like, we're miserable. And he's like, great. I'll see you later. Keep up the great work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the greatest. Has anybody died yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, it's always, yeah. You so, know and all the shows though, I think going back to discovery, I like to look, that's a trivia question. I don't think anybody passed away. I don't think they lost. Maybe I'm wrong, hope, but you not. think someone would have passed away by now. So it, Totally, like no one died, and, but there was a a team in the, like the current one where they're like they had some whitewater rafting. Like oh, like this girl's like really scared of it and everything. She died in a competition whitewater rafting, and they brought her back to life. Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh man, yeah. all right, like she's got a reason yeah. to uh, be kind of scared right now. Yeah, you know, interesting. Um, yeah, so either way, um, great so about we'll eco challenge. Yeah. To your last yeah. point is is that it's great for the for all of us because even if we don't do it, it's kind of our great story that we can watch going you know i because i bet you most people in this gym would say a a part of them would say i would like to try that or at least part of that i'd love to and yeah yeah, and i think that's part of the fitness community that you know i I think i could survive it now could i survive 11 days probably not unless i had a crew that can virtually carry me like that one guy but i i think the idea that we all think we can have just enough in the tank to do it Right. Makes it kind of cool. It's like I want to. I yeah. want to try that challenge. Yeah, you know, like I never. Uh, to be honest, with you, I I would much rather if I had unlimited sources train for an eco challenge than try to. If you guys said I'll give you a million dollars, you can make the games. Right. Because I'm never going to be like I watch the games athletes. That's like Olympians. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's just okay. Yeah. Right? 
it'd be it'd be fun to do it and and that's where you know we've had some discussions if there's anything we can find um or kind of try to do make one see all right see so crossfit eco challenge little little (laughs) teaser so um yeah to be continued yeah (laughs) possibly dot 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 all right well hopefully you guys can uh watch that it's definitely a really interesting cool kind of thing come talk to us about it and your thoughts on it um but again the world's toughest race um the eco challenge fiji on amazon prime exactly cool thanks guys Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.